Welcome to Marvelicious Toys, hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more, because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. Join us at MarveliciousToys.com to find thousands of pictures of the items reviewed, chat with other listeners, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, support our Podbean crowdfunding campaign, and much more. They're not just toys. They're Marvelicious! Hello and welcome to Marvelicious Toys, issue 180. I am Marjorie. I'm Old Man Arnie. And this is Justin. And we're back! Oh! <laughs> Jimmy Fallon never gets old. Yes, he does. Uh, he's aging slowly. He is. As are we all, but I apologize for the long absence. I'll take complete responsibility. I picked up a little bit of pneumonia at Toy Fair, but I'm better now, and hopefully everyone enjoyed our Toy Fair coverage. It was a great Toy Fair. We had all those videos, the live ones on Facebook, and then the better edited versions on the YouTube channel. Thanks to Daryl, Barrett, and Andrew for being back home and doing all of that video editing and Justin back home helping to corral the photos with Jeff and Curtis. Oh yeah, it was a fun time keeping up with all the, the news coming in. It came in hot and heavy. What were some of your favorite bits? I mean, we were there and got to kind of comment from the show. I always like just hearing new news and seeing new figures and stuff like that. So I've never... You know, we've been doing this long enough that I don't have expectations of things, so I can't be disappointed when they don't show A or they don't show B. So I just I always enjoy whenever Hasbro puts out new stuff mixed in with stuff we already knew was coming or stuff we've seen before. So that's always my favorite thing is just looking at all the photos of what Hasbro has planned for the next year. And there's there's a lot of good stuff coming. I mean, as far as legends go, holy cow. About $2,000 worth this year. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not even joking, because I think somebody counted that we're looking at like 134 legends figures at about 20 bucks a piece. Hey, but I mean, beyond legends, they're they're three and three quarter inches stepping it up like we've kind of lamented in the past. So we'll have to see how that goes this year as well. I kind of liked how everybody was all prepared for Groot to steal the show of Volume 2 of Guardians because, if you recall, the first Guardians, everything was Star-Lord, a lot of Drax, and some Gamora, and hardly anything Rocket or Groot. And then Groot happened, and he was amazing. And Can we make that t-shirt, Groot Happens? Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, there was nothing. I mean retailers got caught with their pants down they didn't have much and that's why we got so much like between the movies because everybody's like oh crap we got to make Groot stuff the other thing is marvel didn't show any of the retailers baby Groot that was supposed to be a surprise for the movie now you want to know my own personal thoughts and this is not a spoiler this is a guess if the last movie started with full-grown Groot and ended with baby Groot And this one's starting with Baby Groot. Is he going to have a growth spurt and we're going to get Big Groot back at the end of the movie? And that's going to be the toy everybody wants that they haven't shown. He's just not (laughs) as great as Baby Groot. And I hope Baby Groot never grows up. I guess Toddler Groot. Because in the trailer, in the Ravager outfit, where he just goes, I have Groot. Oh my god. I I can't watch that enough. I love that. But 
Everyone had a lot of Groot stuff. Tons of it. Jack Specific had the rock and roll Groot. Hasbro had that singing Groot, which we reviewed earlier, that makes all the They had a wall of like 80 of them in sync. Yeah, I've got a great <laughs> video of that. I sent it to Justin from the Hasbro showroom, actually. <laughs> and I had nightmares that night. I bet you did. But I, there's tons of Groot, and I think that's going to be great. On the downside, there was not a lot of anybody else from Guardians. Now, the Legends, Hasbro, they are digging deep on a lot of these. And a lot of those guys there from the other sides don't know who half the people were. People were like sitting there Googling trying to figure out who people were. So I think that's going to be an expensive year regardless. Of course, Hasbro had a very good showing for their Marvel stuff. Surprised to see that 12-inch line continuing as strong as it is, if I'm going to be completely honest. I mean, we saw those 12-inch figures clearanced so hard at the end of last year. I mean, they were cheaper than the 6-inch Legends by the time the clearances were done. And now we're getting Hulk and Deadpool. And Thor. Yeah. And I got to admit, I did not learn my lesson because when ToysRUs.com messaged and said, hey, we have 12-inch Deadpool for order, I'm like, all right, I'm ordering him now. I want Really? That. He is so cool with that smiling face and the thumbs up pose. I know on our last show, we reviewed that 18-inch NECA Deadpool. I'm sorry, hands down, the 12-inch Hasbro one is better. Whoa, them's fighting words almost. I mean, I know it's... Only two-thirds as tall, but I feel it has more attitude, it has more heads, it's got tons of weapons, it feels like a bit more poseable, like a little less top-heavy, it's not going to fall over and take some statues with him. Yeah, I, what I'm liking about this 12-inch line is not necessarily the price, because, you know, 50 bucks a pop is is steep, but they are giving us the quality. I mean, I ended up with all three of the originals just because I found them on various you know, levels of clearance over the last few months. And each one of them is a unique sculpt. All the paint apps are awesome. And so going forward, I'm surprised that they didn't do any repaints here. There is a black suit Spider-Man repaint coming as an exclusive, but I'm not going to hold that against them. Yeah, exactly. What I, I guess what I'm getting at is when this line went away five, six years ago, we had the Marvel Icons series. A lot of those were the same body parts used over and over again like we see in the marvel legends line but here so far everything is a new sculpt so yeah i might i might have to pull the trigger for full price on deadpool and then wait to see what happens with hulk and thor but i can see hulk being popular too i could see hulk being popular i could also see hulk being maybe 10 bucks more i don't know how fixed they are in that skew and that price point but if they're like Kotobukiya and Diamond Select, their bigger statues cost a little more and things, 10 bucks here, 10 bucks there. So I could see it possibly costing more unless they're really kind of going cheaper on the other ones. Hulk and Thor didn't win me over, and I'm going to wait for the clearance on those because I, I think it'll happen. I mean, history has proven. But that Deadpool was so damn fun. And I'm I'm not the Deadpool fan you are, Justin, but I that was like my Hasbro winner was just when I got home and was looking through the photos. Every time I saw that Deadpool, I smiled. It does look great. And they did do a good job of giving him a ton of accessories and alternate heads and all that. So they, they did him right. I am excited for that one to start showing up. Outside of that... I mean, at the show, Kotobukiya always impresses me with their stuff. Again, to Guardians, their Star-Lord with baby Groot statue they've got coming out. That is an amazing 
likeness of Peter Quill. Oh, yeah. A lot of the licensees have gotten, you know, that sculpture down better this time around. Even Hasbro, we haven't talked about it yet. The figures that are out now, they just nailed Chris Pratt's face on the new Hasbro figure. I wonder if he got his face scanned at some point between the first movie and this one, and they were able to get it out to these these manufacturers. Of course, all the Marvel properties got their love there. There's Mezco. Oh, my God. I If there was a choice having to be made between Fig Yards and Mezco's 112 Collective, I don't know which way I'd go. <laughs> it would be tough. It would be tough. I mean, I find myself buying 112 figures of lines I don't really collect, like Suicide Squad, because they're just really good figures. Yeah, I, I do the same thing on both sides, you know? And, you know, at this point, if I had to make that choice, I'm going to make the choice for Mezco. And only, only because I'm not saying it's better quality or I like the soft goods better than the plastic or whatever. Only because they offer a Space Ghost over there. If you're going to do Space <laughs> Ghost, you've got me right where it counts. <laughs> and they did an Iron Man. And I told them, I was like, I wondered how they would do without soft goods when they had to do all plastic. But they did a good job. Oh, yeah. I was I was impressed. That's one. You're right. That's one question we kind of had is like, what are they going to do when they get to armored type of stuff? And they seem to have that nailed down just as they as good as they do with the soft goods. But. Oh my god, what they did right after Toy Fair. Justin, do you do you know about the Punisher clean variant? I've heard whisperings. They put up on their website, unannounced, in the middle of an afternoon, an exclusive clean outfit, all white logo Punisher. Limited to, I've, I've heard, anywhere between 60 and 700 pieces. Sold out in a blink by the time I knew about it. They were at 200 on eBay. Yikes. By the time I decided, screw it, I'm buying it, they were at 300 on eBay. <laughs> They're now sitting at 500 on eBay. Whoa. What's so crazy special about this? Just the fact that it's the classic Punisher? Yeah, it's the classic look for him, and it's an exclusive one, and it's the first one that's really hard to get. Even their Comic-Con exclusives, New York Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, you could pre-order from their site. And you knew when it was coming, so you could make it a point to order before they were sold out. Here, you had no idea. Yeah, I mean, and I guess the fact that it's exclusive doesn't necessarily move me one way or another, because like you said, they have exclusives that are still available. So it's like, it's hard to judge what somebody, or what the crowds are going to jump on. And to be honest with you, I kind of lost the string on Punisher. They've done so many Punishers now, I can't even keep up with how many. This is like the fourth or fifth one now? I think it's the third. And none of them have really shipped. I just got my previews exclusive deluxe Punisher ship notice. But this one has three heads, the body, eight fists, and classic white skull and classic white boots and white gloves. And I mean, oh, it's a yeah. sweet looking figure, but I couldn't believe the fact that the price just kept going up and up and up. <laughs> Uh, going to their site is always a little bit of a gamble because I'm over there now and I see they have Deadpool up for pre-order. I already ordered him. Yep, might have to do that. And also, another thing they've announced and already have up for pre-order is an old man Logan. Yeah, I got him. They made him sound like that was going to be an exclusive figure, so I ordered from Mezco, but then it was up at like Entertainment Earth and Big Bad Toy Store later on, and I could have saved on shipping. 
but that's the only difference in price is the shipping. That one is, of course, comic-based and comes with your baby Hulk, much like that old Hasbro <laughs> figure in the day. You want to know something funny, Justin? Every convention I've gone to, I carry a baby Hulk with me because I put it in my camera backpack and I keep forgetting to take baby <laughs> Hulk out. <laughs> Uh, they included a baby Hulk in this one, and this one's starting to feel a little dollish to me. I don't know if it's because they tried to throw him in a thick leather coat that looks too fluffy, or if you take that off, he's wearing a short sleeve t-shirt, which kind of shows how big the seams are. But there's something just a little bit off about this one. Really, I liked this one with the hat and the grizzled look, the claws, the baby, the leather coat. I like the idea. I do. I'm just saying, and this is only a prototype so far. But so far, the execution is this is the first one where I'm starting to see kind of those dolly dollish type of seams showing that I always have a problem with in like, you know, the 12 inch scale. Yeah, that didn't bother me at all on this one. I just really am excited for the figure. And speaking of old man Logan, did you see Logan? Oh, yeah. And what did you think? I have a one word review for that movie, and it's brutal. Because it's brutal with its portrayal of violence. It's brutal in in tugging at the heartstrings. And it's over two hours and almost 20 minutes long. So it's brutal on your br- your bladder as well. <laughs> so <laughs> That's the trouble of being old man Justin. It's, exactly. <laughs> didn't used to have that problem, did you? <laughs> Go see uh, Gandhi. You were fine because you were eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I really enjoyed it. I mean... There was there's some things in there that I might have cut just to like keep it a little bit shorter that felt like they were kind of sidetracky. But overall, it I, I'm going to go ahead and call it my favorite Wolverine movie. That's not a high bar, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I was way out on a branch or anything. But <laughs> Marjorie, what do you think of Logan? I really liked it. And I didn't cry like I expected I was going to because if you not going to be any spoilers or anything, but the trailer... Anytime you take any of Johnny Cash's late in life recordings, they are all so full of sorrow because he lost his wife or she was sick, depending when it was recorded. Plus, then they, it was the Nine Inch Nails song, Hurt, that they did his version of in that movie. So it just, the trailer was a lot more emotional than I thought the movie could have been. I thought the movie, it didn't tug on my heartstrings as much as I thought it would be. And I'm the girl of this thing here, and I didn't cry, and I thought it was going to. Going into it, I thought I was going to because I I tried to get Eddie, your friend from Action Figure Blues, to tell me if I needed to like bring a pack of tissues with me, and he would not spill the beans, and I'm glad he didn't. Well, when I was talking to somebody at work, I said I think the director thought that there wouldn't be a dry eye in the house, and I don't think there was a wet eye in the house. I don't think he quite pulled that off. I'm not a fan of the director. It turns out when I look at his whole oeuvre, but. I do think it's the best Wolverine movie and the third best X-Men movie. Ooh, what are your first two? X-Men First Class, nothing can touch it. I could agree with that. Yep. Deadpool's number two. All right. Hey, I like that list. That's a good list right there. I feel that both Logan and Deadpool are similar films. They're both R-rated, very different types of (laughs) R-ratings, but they're both very pure to what they want to be and not worried about trying to emulate what the previous movies have done, which I kind of felt the first Wolverine movie for sure, and the second Wolverine movie a little, was still trying to fit in the X-Men 
pantheon. You know, when I bought that claw of all the X-Men movies that came out with the Wolverine, all those movies felt of a type. But Deadpool and Wolverine, if you marathon those, those two would be the ones that are like really different. Definitely. I wouldn't say that's the case with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think that those have been willing to mix it up a little bit more in style with the comedy and the sci-fi and things, whereas the X-Men movies had been pretty consistent. If anything, it's going to it's going to make for a pretty mixed bag and a a nice diverse year of Marvel movies because we have this really somber Logan movie to start off and then we're going to go into what I'm assuming is going to be another fun romp with Guardians. And then who knows with Spider-Man? I'm guessing they're going to stay, you know, kind of close to the heart with Spider-Man. So that'll be somewhat fun and light, but yet also, you know, comic booky and dark in areas. Depressing. I mean, he, he never has a good life. He always has neuroses. Yeah, but they always keep it light, you know, at least in the movie universe they have to a certain degree until you get to emo black Spider-Man. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but then, you know, who knows what Thor's going to be? That could be another heartstring tugger as well too i'm picturing more action film for that one you know i'm thinking more combat less humor but thor he's always been kind of the jokey one if you watch those thor movies they seem to be going for the most humor with darcy there for cat denning and no i think that first movie was just woefully incorrectly cast <laughs> because hey hemsworth grew into the role he did. But Natalie Portman... I is not coming back. Yeah, I don't know that she was the right choice there. And Kat Denning, I'm not sure why she was in the movie. Now, she's sassy like that in just about everything she's in. Not sure why she was there. That movie had a lot of problems. Going into Logan, I said it doesn't have a very high bar to be the best Wolverine film. Ragnarok doesn't have a very high bar to be the best Thor film either. <laughs> But you're right. It's going to be a great year. Comic book movies in general. I mean, come on. Kingsman 2. I know it's not Marvel Universe proper, but come on. It, it was a Marvel comic. Marvel published it, and that's going to be good. And I mean, there's DC stuff going on. We're covering it all at NowPlayingPodcast.com. Shameless plug. But <laughs> I think that this is a good start to it. And you know what I'm also going to say is, Everybody's like, oh, Fox, give X-Men back to Marvel. Marvel Studios will never make an R-rated film. They will never let, on Netflix, in the theaters, they will never let their heroes say, F I, I think Fox can run with the R-rated superhero space and differentiate themselves. I think you make a good, a good point there, because, you know, a year ago, two years ago, I probably would have been in that camp where it's like, yeah, let's get all the properties back to Marvel so they can do what they want. But... I'm kind of looking towards the future now, and I can see m myself personally getting burned out on the current Marvel Universe, kind of the way it's been going. Like, I feel like we've stretched out the Avengers for as long as we can at this point. And I can see myself getting burned out to a point where it's not that I'm not going to be into them, but get less and less excited in the run up to them. And if Fox want to keep keeps doing the things that they're doing like this and they did with Deadpool I'm not saying they always have to be rated R or whatever, but they take more chances and give us more flavor. I think it's a good thing in the end. 
Yeah, absolutely. All I want is a good movie, and I don't care who owns it. Although, I still really, really would have loved that Wolverine cameo in Captain America, the first Avenger that they wanted to put in. Yeah, that's the that's the one point of contention, is that I would like to see Wolverine in an Avengers movie, but I just don't think that's going to happen. No. So, it's been about a month since our last show. How has the shopping been for you guys? Obviously, I spent way too much on a Mezco figure on eBay. So, you know... <laughs> how I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, things are starting to happen out there. You know, I've been seeing the new guardians wave showing up at a lot of places and the, the new X-Men line is showing up as well too. So there's new waves out there. Yeah. You unbox those live on Facebook and that video is going to be available on our YouTube channel as well. I found some of those figures at Walgreens of all places. Yeah, Walgreens has been getting kind of the current stuff, but I think we talked about it a little bit last time that they're not necessarily getting full waves. They're getting partial cases. Yeah, they get here and there, and I think the way it was explained was that everything goes to the DCs for Walgreens, and then they just open cases and split it up because it's got the same skew for the Walgreens store, so... It doesn't matter. They're just sending six pieces of this skew, even though there are six different figures, you know? Yeah. But then I did see at one Walgreens uh, a sidekick that had two full cases of the Guardian's Wave on it. That's what I found, too. It was just like a store display that came pre-populated. It had two full waves. I ended up picking up an extra Darkhawk and an extra Yondu for the second head. Darkhawk, just because I love Darkhawk. <laughs> and I will tell you guys to watch the Walgreens app specials if you've got the Walgreens card because frequently they've been putting the legends on sale but only with their Walgreens card. I noticed that the older waves were down to $14 a figure but sadly that did not carry over to the new Guardians figures. That would have been nice but yeah I mean that stuff's out there if you guys haven't seen the Guardians or the the X-Men stuff it seems like the Guardian stuff is in higher quantities out there. X-Men seem to come and go pretty fast. I've seen them at Target and scatterings at Walgreens. Something else that Arnie stumbled across at Walgreens, which made me happy, and Justin, I don't know, your daughter may like these, but Lip Smackers, which you guys wouldn't know this, is a brand of lip gloss has been around since I've been a little girl. And it's just kind of like fun. They always have the fun flavors like Dr. Pepper and bubblegum and stuff like that. I know I bought you some before because we were in Walgreens and found this like Captain America three pack. They yeah. call it the Trio Cane. Yeah, it's like it was for Christmas and it had three different lip glosses in there in like a tube with a little shield on top. Well, now they've got character lip glosses for Marvel and they are super duper awesome. So, like, the body is, like, your lip gloss tube, and then it has a head that pops off so you can get to the lip gloss, and they're on a keychain. Oh, nice. So, yeah, they're, they're like little kawaii figures, but their head pops off and they're lip gloss. <laughs> Might have to grab some of those for Rory. She's definitely into lip gloss and Marvel, so perfect marriage right there. I found them on clearance at our Walgreens, and they only had Black Widow and Hulk, so I went to the lipsmacker.com site and saw they had Cap and Spider-Man and decided it was easier to pay a little extra on their website than to drive to every Walgreens in the area and spend that money on gas and time. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of extra money, you know what else I've been seeing at Target is the latest wave of Marvel Legends three and three quarter inch with the Planet Hulk and Lady Deadpool 
and the the female Wolverine. And man, as tempting as they are, I just cannot pull the trigger at thirteen dollars a piece on those. Mm. I've not seen those yet, and I was just at Target the other day. I did notice, though, in going to Five Below, that they are getting all the three and three quarter inch that had been sitting around for so long at Five Below. Nice. Yeah, maybe, well, I suppose the the popular ones are always going to go. But, you know, but the overstock, yeah, that might be a good way to get some of the older figures. I have not seen those in stores. And honestly, it's so bad. We made the New Year's resolution. Let's focus more on three and three quarter. And this completely just flew under my radar. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, rightfully, they are just starting to hit retail. I haven't seen them at at Walmart, which doesn't mean they haven't shown up there, but I feel like Walmart's been really slow on setting up their spring toy aisle. It just seems like everything's still there from before Christmas. I've been hitting the Walmarts looking around and everything still has the planograms up that they're going to do it, but they haven't done it yet. <sighs> yeah. Do you think they're still going to be the same price at Walmart? I think they probably will be 13 a figure. I, I don't see why not. I mean, that's kind of the, the price now. And You guys are wrong. It's going to be twelve ninety seven. <laughs> Very true. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's just a hard pill to swallow when, you know, especially when we're we collect every $20 legend there is. It's just so hard to say, "Hey, for $7 less, you can get a third of the figure." Yeah, but it's still such a fun line, especially now that they brought in some new characters. I like the mix of this wave, completely honest. I like the fact that they're bringing in the new X-23 Logan, you know, some new characters mixed in with some classic characters, Planet Hulk. I mean, that's, I'm getting old, but that's an old storyline. And (laughs) actually, is that Planet Hulk in there? That's Maestro Hulk, isn't it? With the beard. Oh, yeah. Maestro. Yeah, I'm not complaining about the figure selection or even the quality of the figures. It's literally the price is the only problem I have at this point. Well, much like your bladder, things just aren't the same as they used to be. Poor Justin. (laughs) I gotta go take a leak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I do hear you on that, but I, I don't know. 13... When I got into collecting Marvel Universe, I thought they were really high priced. And I actually was going through some old Star Wars action news posts and I had posted back then, what makes these Marvel figures so much better that they're worth almost twice the money? (laughs) (laughs) I think you're having a little bit of rose colored glasses there because Marvel Universe started off at just over $6. I think they were six and change. And then they slowly went up to seven, eight ish. But I remember. Even years ago, waiting for Toys R Us to do the two for 10 special in Marvel Universe. So that was quite frequent. See, I don't remember them ever being that cheap, but I was looking at Toys R Us, I recall, and I remember just being put off by the price. Like, I would buy this line if it wasn't so expensive. So it's always felt like a pricey line to me, a collector's line. Definitely. I do. And I do like what they're doing with these two packs, you know, coming up that we kind of talked about from seeing at Toy Fair and they're now starting to ship these Doctor Strange pack with, you know, two Doctor Strange, one astral form and one regular and then a Guardian set based on the movie with with Peter and Yondu. Those are those are 20 bucks for a two pack. I, for whatever reason, that feels more valuable to me. And the 
Groot and Rocket two packs going to be out soon. And yeah, I have to get those in stores. The case assortments on those are ugly. Mm -hmm. Whereas I did, once I realized what I missed out on, order a case of the new three and three quarter inch figures. I don't know if you guys are in any of the Marvel Legends collecting groups on Facebook, but I joined a few just to keep up on some of the news and things. But apparently, you guys remember Shocker that we had? Oh, yeah. Well, there's been a running change, and he's now coming out with the Thunderbolts logo on his belt. Same figure, it's just got like a little eraser, pencil eraser sized logo on his belt. Hmm. And this is an exclusive? No, it is non exclusive. It's just a running change to the figure. So the later cases came with the Thunderbolts logo. Interesting. Very minor. I had to look at the pictures twice. It was in uh, the Marvel Legends Community Facebook group. And I'm like, I don't see a different... Oh, there it is. <laughs> so I almost wonder if we can confirm that it's a running change or a running correction. Well, I mean, that's kind of what a running change often is. is oops, the first batch didn't have this piece of paint. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But we've seen it in the past where they, you know, do a slight deco change on purpose to make a variant. Yeah. But I haven't seen that in years, though. It's It has been a while. Felt yeah. like a Vonner thing. <laughs> well, that's why I asked if it was an exclusive, because they have done that on the Star Wars side. Like, the exclusives they've done at Walgreens in the six-inch line have all been repaints of existing figures. We've had the, the prototype Boba Fett, the Darth Vader with a new see-through head. And now C-3PO with a different colored arm. Yeah, no, this appears to be just something somebody found at, like, uh, Walgreens or something like that. So keep your eyes out if you are crazy like I am and need to have this slight, slight difference. Gotta have it. <laughs> T- Megator, Mega T. Every little change is $20 from me. <laughs> for people who remember that old Dana Carvey skit. <laughs> And speaking of slight changes that cost me a lot of money, damn you, Funko! Funko is becoming a sport. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so I have noticed that some exclusives are easier to find. I did pick up the Weapon X pop exclusive at our Target. But you now are on the hunt because there's a 10-inch giant Groot pop. At Target. Yes. Target exclusive, of course. But then at GameStop and at Hot Topics, they're getting exclusive pops, but like one out of every 12 is a Chase exclusive pop. And then in the not exclusives, they're still doing this. Like there's a Punisher pop, but then there's a Chase version where he's holding Daredevil's mask and they come with a Chase sticker. (laughs) (laughs) It's a full-time job to collect Funko. And it also takes a full-time job to pay for the Funko collection. Right? I mean, they're cheap items. Let's let's keep that in mind. They're, I mean, they're 10 to $15. Unless you have to go to eBay for a chase where they're 40 to $100. Yes. I belong to some Funko groups on Facebook, and I will tell you, like, every day there's, like, equal number of posts where someone says, like, hey, guys, I'm new to collecting. What's a chase? And then <laughs> and you can just see them, you know, rubbing their little fingers in their cheeks like, I'm new. And then at the same, like, day, like, three posts later, someone's like, I'm out. I'm done. Who wants to buy my collection? I can't do this anymore. It's too much stress. <laughs> it's costing me too much money. I'm never going to get these chases, and I'm done. <laughs> 
I ended up buying that Punisher chase. Fortunately, I didn't have any in the wave. Somebody had the entire wave of Netflix figures. So I got an Electra, a Daredevil, the Punisher, the Punisher chase, and a couple others. Six pops for 90. And they're normally 10 apiece. So I'm like, all right, that averages to 15 apiece counting the chase. I can live with that. Yeah, not too shabby. Individually, if I just wanted that Punisher, I was paying 30 or 40. <sighs> they certainly know how to make people hunt for their collectibles, but man, it's getting crazy. And then in Loot Crate this month, Jada Toys is getting in on this. Loot Crate's going to have an exclusive Old Man Logan or the L Logan Wolverine figure, but one out of three, so you need like three Loot Crate subscriptions to get them all. But you may not even get them all because they're randomly inserted. Yes. Good God. All of this gives me a headache. I don't know how you guys do this, to be honest with you. Well, no one said we're doing it. <laughs> Nobody said you're not doing it. I have limits. <laughs> I don't know. I've just, if I ever find a chase in the wild, the only time we ever have was, no, we didn't even find it. I had to go to eBay. Remember they had the glow-in-the-dark green goblin chase at Walgreens? And we it got was, it in Taylorville. We found the chase? Yeah, in Taylorville. Okay, I did not remember that. There's one Walgreens in Taylorville, and that's the night we went buying that god-awful <laughs> Deadpool Mike's Harder Lemonade crap, and I needed the one last can, or you needed the one last can, and I had to call... This like yes, I remember. You had to call a liquor store, the divey liquor store. I went in and I just bought one can. The lady's like, "That's it." You called about this earlier, didn't you? And she spent like five minutes laughing at me. <laughs> now I'm getting PTSD from that oh, story. I know that stuff. Oh, my stomach burns just thinking. I think I still have a little bit of a hangover from that. <laughs> this year we'll drink better at C two E two, Justin. <laughs> we won't punish ourselves. No, we. Talked a little bit about it just a few minutes ago, and we showed the video when we saw it at Toy Fair, but Jack Pacific has what's called a rock and roll Groot, and that is hitting targets. I saw it at our Target here yesterday. It's $39.99. What's interesting is they had about four of them, but I don't know if like two got damaged or, or if it's like a change in the box, but two of them had a big as a window box with the cellophane and then two of them didn't have the cellophane but it didn't look like the cellophane had been ripped out so kind of confused by that but to refresh your memory it was the one where he's like on a purple like bowl and he rocks and spins and he tips over and he's like a top oh is that the one that comes with the cassette tape for the yes. control uh -huh. nice yeah so that one is out but it is forty dollars a little bit high. It's kind of what I expected it to be, but I guess I didn't really deep down hope it would be that much, but it was. Yeah, I told you to skip for 40 That feels like an item we'll see for 20 Yes. Like at a GameStop or Think Geek or something a year from now. Mm-hmm. I noticed that Target also brought out all the other Guardians toys they must have had in the back that didn't sell. Because they had a whole bunch of stuff from the first movie on a big end cap with all the new figures that have come out. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that. You're right. They... A lot of targets have been putting out the original Marvel Legends wave of Guardians. And at a higher price. I don't know if you noticed, but they were like $23.99. Hmm. Which is kind of odd. But at the same time, you know, I don't need any of those figures. I don't think you guys need any of those figures. But it's a good chance for people to get their hands on that original Rocket, which was hard to find. And who else was in that wave that was a little bit more hard to find? By the end of it, I thought they were all kind of warming pegs. I mean, that Iron Man figure was the bane of my existence. I could still probably go to my local Meyer store and get you one for eight bucks. 
That's true. <laughs> and then there was Gamora, Drax, Star Lord. Yeah, I, you know what? It was. It ended up being um, kind of Nova and and uh, Rocket that were the hard to find figures from that way. The rest of them did kind of warm pegs there for a while. Is Nova shipping again too? I mean, I know I've read the Guardians figures are out, but does that include Iron Man and Nova? I guess it has to, right? Because yeah. of the Builder Groot. Yep. They the whole case were were coming out. I've seen them at multiple targets. And of course, if you don't want to have to buy six figures, Groot alone is the Toys R Us exclusive has hit hard and he comes with a variant smiling face. Nice. Yeah, I have yet to see that one in my stores here locally, but I'm hoping it hits here pretty soon. I ended up ordering it from ToysRUs.com along when I ordered my 12-inch Deadpool, and it's a cool set in that you get potted Groot, toddler Groot, and then full-on smiling Groot. I'm glad that they changed the head, you know? it. it a lot of people were upset, oh my god, you took a Build-A-Figure and packaged him individually, but at least they made him a variant in that way, and he, that scene where he smiled at the team... It's one of everybody's favorite group moments, so it was a good one to do. Yeah, and, you know, their paint apps have gotten a little bit better. Like, looking at the pictures, the the eyes look good, and getting those bonus Groots in there is, is a good thing, too. Uh, this isn't just throwing a Build-A-Figure out there. It's a little bit extra, and as an exclusive, I think it's it works well. Speaking of exclusives and Build-A-Figures and things, I'm curious of your opinion on this, Justin, but a big thing going on that I read about in these Legends groups are the Chinese figure bootleggers. And of course, one of the big things they're doing is making Build-A-Figures. Jubilee is one that they're doing quite a bit of, and Fing Fang Foom. Ooh. And they're not cheap. Fing Fang Foom usually sells for around 120 Jubilee for 40, but it's a lot less than the real ones cost. And I actually think you and I both bought a bootleg Spider Hulk. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> it's hard to tell. There's a little notch in the back, and you're able to tell by looking at the lever in the back if it's real or bootleg. Given that the guy had multiple for sale, Pretty sure we have bootlegs. Oh, boy. And mine's already on a shelf behind many other Hulks, so I can't grab them easily right now. On, on something like that where it's an older one that's almost impossible to get, and I, you know what, I don't have an original one to compare it to, I guess I'm okay with the idea of picking up a bootleg, but I don't know. I guess I could say the same thing about Fin Fang Foom, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Here's my thing, is I feel very lucky I can't even remember, and this is horrible, the name of the online store that was a sponsor of Marvelicious Toys right when we started. But they had the entire San Diego Comic-Con exclusive box set of Fing Fang Foom. Remember, it had all the Hulks, and the Hulks built a Fing Fang Foom, and then it was in a special box at Comic-Con. Yeah. They had it on their site for $300. And because we mentioned them on the show, he threw me a 30% off coupon that I think he expected me to use on like a $20 figure. <laughs> so I got the entire Fing Fang Foom Wave for $200, the Comic-Con exclusive. Nice. <laughs> but part of me is really bugged. They never came out with that orange Fing Fang Foom. Yeah. With the purple pants. <laughs> and so I'm wondering if I got one of these bootlegs. I'd be able to make the orange Fing Fang Foom. Well, I mean, you definitely have to customize it, but yeah. I wish uh. the Chinese bootleggers would just do that. If they could make all this stuff that Hasbro never released, 
Bootleg Phoenix 5 Cyclops. Bootleg Orange Fang Fang Foom. Bootleg Pepper Potts Head Rescue. Yeah. Fill in the fill in the gaps that Hasbro left open on their own. <laughs> but I'm really, really nervous about ever buying anything loose. Because how are you going to know if it's real? It's uh, a good question. I mean, we, we questioned for years the the origin of those Deadpool variants that we had picked up. Remember mm-hmm. those? Yeah, finally when Dwight Stahl said, yeah, we didn't make those. <laughs> That's Yeah, and that was years later. Like, we had <laughs> asked and asked and finally got an answer. But, yeah, I mean, until until we get to talk to those guys in person, we can never really know what's what's real or not. But you can't take everything you buy online to somebody at Hasbro and have them inspect it either. It's not like Antiques Roadshow at these conventions. And it's not like when we did the expose on the fake play arts figures, the fake... Kai. The Square Onyx figures, where the eBay auctions say Chinese version. The bootlegs of this just say loose, and you would have no way of knowing that it is the bootleg Fing Fang Foom. They're also bootlegging the old Vision figure, too, that's really hard to find. The three and three quarter inch? Uh-huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> On the one hand, it is really devaluing anybody's loose collection. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start needing some some good authenticators out there, but Hasbro, start putting RFID chips, please, in your figures. <laughs> yeah, that only costs an extra five dollars per figure. <laughs> Didn't it seem funny that something that like that would be bootlegged though? I mean everything is bootlegged nowadays. It's weird that they're doing such high quality ones, is what it comes down to. That the way if you have Spider Hulk in your hand, you have to look at the back of the lever for a little notch to know if it's real. And then even if it's not, what difference does it make if you're a loose collector if it's that good? Yeah, I mean, the question I would have is, where are they getting the tooling for this stuff? I mean, it made sense with the Deadpool things because those were just repaints of something that was still in production to a degree. Fin Fang Foom and Spider Hulk, those have been not in production for eight, nine years now. So where did did they get the dyes even to do this? Did they create new dyes? It's hard to know. It's weird because they're not like mass producing them. I don't feel like there's a Chinese factory cranking them out because the guy's only listing one Fang Fang Foom at a time. So he's not competing against himself. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine some guy in like a tiny studio apartment with literally shelves of Fing Fang Fooms and waiting for one to sell, taking it down, putting it in a box, and then grabbing another one to sell on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> but that was something that really struck me when I got thinking about some of the redone figures, is Hasbro could really do themselves a favor by bringing out some of those old molds, right? I mean, come on, make new Fing Fang Fooms, sell them, make, make an orange one, sell it, you've got the molds. Yeah, especially with this new 12-inch Legends line they got going on. They kind of have a footprint already at retail to put something like that in. Yeah, sell me a 50-buck Fing Fang Foom, or definitely, or I I don't know. I think that there's an opportunity there that Hasbro is missing, that Chinese bootleggers are more than happy to jump on. And this is really why, when it comes to things like SH Figuarts and everything, I'm pre-ordering from very trusted sources anymore because you can't just wait and hope that somebody with a comic store is going to list one on eBay cheap because you don't know if it's real anymore. Yeah, it makes it real hard. And I think you nailed it. You know, have your sources verified. We have a few places where I know we order from that 
we have yet to get ripped off from. <laughs> yeah. Got that in quotes, but. Yeah, and you cannot trust buying off Amazon, even from trusted sellers, because if it's fulfilled by Amazon, what happens is all those stores send it to Amazon, and Amazon puts it in a big bucket. So if Twink and Chinese Bootlegger both have Amazon stores and send their wares to Amazon and send them a figure arts figure, they go in the same bucket. So when you order from Twink as the reseller, if it's fulfilled by Amazon, they could grab Chinese bootleggers figure and send it to you. Mm-hmm. You have to order from Twink.com to be sure. And I'm just picking on them because I know they're an Amazon reseller and I also know they're a store. I don't, but there was a Revoltech R2D2 that a major toy site was publishing the cheap price of on their front page. And I'm like, guys, I don't trust this because Amazon was selling bootleg figure arts hulks. <laughs> Would you really trust a $30 Revoltech R2-D2 to be real? No. Yeah, it, sometimes if the price is too good to be true, that's that's your first line of reasoning. But to segue from that, SH Figure Arts is available in the States for Marvel. So excited because they found the loophole in the licensing. I confirmed this with Bluefin and, and Tamashi Nations at Toy Fair. I'm like, so these are coming out in the States because of the diorama piece, right? Yeah, licensing says we can't just sell figures. And so coming out soon is a new Iron Man Mark II with, of course, a Hall of Armor piece so they can sell them stateside. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's good news for a couple of reasons. One, it's good news that they're going to be able to sell directly in the U.S. And two... This Hall of Armor thing is continuing at least a little bit now. Like, we were a little concerned and questioning whether or not they would only just come out with the one and kind of leave you wanting more pieces. And how many Iron Mans was I going to order? And weirdly, Big Bad Toy Store had two listings for the Iron Man Mark III Figure Arts Hall of Armor with a $20 price difference. So I ordered both just to figure out what was going on, and I could always use an extra Hall of Armor. (laughs) Well, I look forward to your investigative report when you get them. <laughs> <laughs> and I also look forward to getting a $20 discounted overstock that you might have. <laughs> Crazy Arnie, the prices are insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then I guess the flip side of that coin is, uh, did they also find a loophole on how to get an extra 20 30 40 bucks out of us on some of these figures? <laughs> yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> But that Doctor Strange diorama base looks really nice, and having a Hall of Armor, I mean, I've got my Comic Cave, Iron Man's, Play Imaginative, all over my home theater, and they would just look so much better in a Hall of Armor, wouldn't they? Yes, they would. Indeed. Especially since they did come out with that Iron Man Tony Stark with the base, that exclusive base, when they just did the Tony Stark figure that you could put in front of the Seven Armors as he's building the Mark 42. Yeah, that one was cool with the boots and the gloves. Mm-hmm. So I'm in. Figure Arts, you go there. I'll go there. Because my hobbies are cheap compared to Marjorie's. Wait a second. Because FX Collectibles, <sighs> you know, they're finally doing it. No, not the Loki Scepter that Justin posed with six years ago now, five <laughs> years ago now. <laughs> it's, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> but not one. But two new Marvel collectibles at FX Collectibles. Yeah. Okay, we've been seeing it for a number of years, but the Stealth Shield is finally coming out. 
And I have to have it, especially since it's limited to 250 pieces. Only 250 pieces being made of this Captain America shield. That's cray cray. Wow. But this is the Captain America shield with the blue and the gray from when they went onto the boat and fought against Batroc the Leaper. The stealth shield, they called it. I'm still wondering, did he go with a can of spray paint? How did he get a second shield? (laughs) Yeah, that's never been explained. (laughs) And according to FX Collectibles, here's what it says. It says that this version of the Captain America shield is a full-sized replica of the stealth shield that Captain America made when he led the strike team to rescue the crew of the Lemurian Star. As with the original prop... This stealth version is made from an original shield with the blue painted over the red rings. Yeah, you know what? I was just noticing that for the first time. All these years we've been talking about this shield, I always just thought that they added blue where the white was. No, there's blue where the red normally is and red where the white usually is. There's no real red on it. It's like a gray. It's an inverse. Yeah, Justin's right. It is an inverse, though. And if you look at the picture on their site... It does not look like a smooth blue, so it does kind of look like somebody just painted blue over red with a brush. You can almost see the red coming through now that you know what to look for. Yep. But this is only 250 pieces, and it's going to cost $679, almost 200 more than the regular shield cost. But it's limited to 250 pieces. That's a good point. I can't argue with that. Also coming out the same day, the Guardians of the Galaxy Star-Lord helmet. We've been seeing that for quite a few years, too, at these cons. (sighs) I think I might just wait for Hasbro's version of that. But right now, you can get this mask. This mask is going to be limited to 750 pieces, patterned after the original screen-used helmet. Two-piece construction, high-quality fiberglass, comes with a mannequin head, which is one thing I've complained about all these helmets Hasbro makes. Yeah, where do you where do you put it? Especially something like this. <laughs> now, that looks cool. And knowing the quality of, you know, EFX's workmanship, I'm sure it'll blow Hasbro's out of the water as far as detail and quality goes. But I'm, I'm not such a huge fan of the look of this mask that I feel like I have to have something like that. So I'm not going to be one of those 750. I'll agree with you. I like Peter Quill better without the mask. I know in the comic he wore the mask a lot, and so they put it on him a couple times in the comic. But also, FX makes great screen prop replicas, and limited, and oh, hurting me, I don't know. It is kind of cool. And it'd go with the Iron Man helmet that you know you want to buy. I've already ordered it. Someday it'll get here. Yeah. I paid in full. Someday it'll get here. Why don't we own the Stark Expo posters? We do. Oh, okay. And there was a bit of a kerfluffle or a screw up for lack of a better term because FX Collectibles said they were going to put these up for pre-order on April 20th. So I'm like, oh, well, fine. That's a month from now. I put an appointment on my calendar so I don't forget Star Wars celebrations between now and then. I'll talk to Brian about it. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, they meant 320. <laughs> they meant like two days later. <laughs> And Oops. I don't even know if they put stuff up for order the morning of 320, but that evening I got an email from them that said, we realized that we're so focused on Star Wars Celebration, we thought it was April. So we said April in the email. So we're going to put them all up for sale tomorrow, the 21st, which is now yesterday, the 21st. 
And I figured something was up because e-tailers like Entertainment Earth put the Star-Lord helmet up for sale because that's not an exclusive. The Captain America shield's an exclusive. Yeah, and that presented a bit of a quandary as I really didn't have time to think about either of them. Did you need time to think about them? Well, I didn't need time to think about the stealth shield because I have a shield problem. Of the things I collect, it's quite obviously the largest and the most space-consuming because you have to hang them. And expensive, really. It's your most expensive collection. I was nervous about the shield. I did get the order in for the Star-Lord helmet. I went through Entertainment Earth, free shipping, saved a little bit that way, and it was up a day early. But the shield, only 250 I had that page on auto-refresh Tuesday morning. I was nervous. It came up. Somebody was at my desk. I was rude. I sent them away. And I got the order in, and I felt really good. And I sent you that email. You're the proud owner of a stealth shield. Yes, I am a proud owner of a stealth shield. And then I went back the very next day, still up for sale. Well, maybe they confused a lot of people with that. Yeah. I don't think the Marvel items sell as well as the Star Wars ones. And given that this is their second shield and... Technically, it's a repaint. I mean, it's pretty much the same mold. It's the blue paint. And 250 did not sell out in 24 hours. It will sell out. Everything sells out. But I didn't need to be rude to my manager at work in order to place that order. No, no, you didn't. Not at all. But with that, that is our show for this week. Kind of a catch-up show, but we will be back in two weeks, and we will be reviewing stuff. God knows I've got stuff. I have stuff that's arrived, and we should talk about stuff. So be sure to check out Justin's unboxing video of the Guardians Legends in the meantime, and if you didn't see our Toy Fair coverage, head to our YouTube channel, link to from our main page, and get that order placed. So all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade toys in the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is a fan-run show that relies on listener support to keep the show going. You can pledge to our Podbean fundraising campaign by going to MarveliciousToys.com support. Backers get rewards including exclusive video content, early show releases, and more. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star written review on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at MarveliciousToys.com. We want your feedback on Marvelicious Toys. You can email us at show at MarveliciousToys.com or post your thoughts in our forums. You can also find Marvelicious Toys on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews by emailing an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. 
If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Video editing by Barrett, Andrew, and Daryl. Website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Jeff, Scott, and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. Segments created by Jerry and Jeff. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at nowplayingpodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2017, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Speaking of the Iron Man helmet, I'm looking at the picture on their site, and that gold is so shiny, you can see the basement in which somebody took the picture reflecting. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. (laughs) Just wait till I get it in my photo studio, and you see all the boxes behind me of stuff that's waiting to be photographed. Just make sure you have your clothes on, because that's a thing on eBay, apparently. We call it reflecto porn. There you go. You even have a name for it. It's a thing. We. We call it. (laughs) So are you part of the community? Yeah. Well, actually, (laughs) what happened was when we started working with photo editors like Jeff, Jeff, such a godsend, been with us so long. I think I even told you this, Justin, when you were editing photos for Marvelicious back in the day, was you got to look for what... It's because of the eBay auctions, the site we first saw that on called it Reflectoporn. It's actually in the Urban Dictionary. It's actually a real term, Justin. We just didn't make it up. But I said, look for Reflectoporn. Not that we're ever disrobed, but if you can see a reflection of one of us in the photo, that either needs to be Photoshopped out or you need to send it back and say retake. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We should do just a site of just that. (laughs) You know, I'm disappointed there isn't a site of just that. To the Googles. I'm on it. <laughs>